Hello and welcome to episode two, season two of the Hopeful Influence podcast. Uh, here we are. My name is Matt. We've got Jude with us and Jerome is with Good us again. Good to be here. We won't make you do another intro, Jerome, all about <laughs> you and your favorite things. Uh, but really on the back of the last episodes we had where we listened to Bishop Paul, uh, we just thought it'd be good to just really um, dive straight in, talk about some things that um, we find, well, we've got going on in our own um, leadership really and helping others see, helping others see within the church and what that looks like for us. And so there'll be some um, negative reflections of what we've got going on and how difficult it is and then hopefully some more positive things and how we help others see and that's really hard and that's really hard and so when we talk about um helping others see what what are we talking about specifically Jude? great great well so um yes i should probably also say at the outset just again apologies for the lack of the female voice in uh, this episode and, and this particular series that we're running through but um the uh, so we're talking about helping people see the kingdom of God, uh, and and we're, we're as we said in the in part in the in the first episode that we're we're, we're caught up in this this journey of renewal. The, the Christian life is a is a is a journey into a God shaped future, becoming more like Jesus for ourselves, um, and influencing others on their own Christian journey too. Um, uh, the church. Um, influencing the the rest of humanity and the church and humanity together, uh, being that blessing to, to to wider creation. So this bigger this bigger you know thing that we're part of, this overarching uh, kingdom of God uh, movement that we, we we find ourselves in, and we want to be playing our part uh, well in that. And and in in the first uh, episode, we kind of said that there's, there's one way of thinking about it, and just trying to create sort of helpful shapes to this and. Drawing some some resources out from the from from the book, um, w- one way of help thinking about this is to say that that as, that as we exercise hopeful influence, as we exercise Christian leadership on, on others, that there's these sort of three dimensions. One one of which is we're helping people see the kingdom of God, getting a sense of of the kind of life that God's calling us into, the kind of ministries, the kind of activities, the things that God would have for us. So seeing that, seeing the kingdom. Uh, secondly, there's participating. There's helping people participate, actually doing, uh, actually doing the stuff, uh, living it out, working it out, responding uh, in action uh, to what God is saying and doing. Uh, and then the third bit is helping people experience uh, something of the kingdom of, the, of God themselves. So as we travel forward, this isn't like a just a, a vision and works based thing. This is experiential that we get to experience more of God as we travel forward. Now, of course, part of that is in the ups and downs of life. You know, this isn't necessarily about, you know, always, you know, the mountaintop and the joys. You know, as we travel forward, there are, there are, there are, there are valleys. But, you know, as we, we're called to help as, as leaders, people of influence within the church, all of us actually as Christian people, we, we have a role in helping others to experience more of God. So even when we're in that valley place, it's a sense of, well, where can I find God here? What, what has God uh, got for me? How is God revealing himself in this, in this moment as we journey uh, together? So that's the kind of shape of it. And, and today, yeah, very, very much in this episode, think about helping people see. What does, it, what does it look like? How do we help people see that future to explore that together, what 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 shape does that take? Mm, brilliant. And so we're going to just um, go through a few examples from our own lives and leadership of what that looks like, um, and the difficulties and the struggles with that. Do, do you want to start us off with an example in your your own leadership where that's been difficult? 
Great. Well, well, I think I think just contemporary uh, challenge. Spoke a bit about this in in the first episode. You know, I think the. Um, um, yeah, we've sort of just church in general, gathered church in general. We, we, we've been out of the habit of doing stuff. And um, for me as a leader, there's there's a challenge to, to recast that vision of what church can be in all its fullness. And one particular area of that, I mean, every every church, I mean, our church is not... Um, you know, I don't know. Forgive the language is a bit clunky, but you know, I, I, our church is not a cliquey church. You know, we 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 are people know each other across our church family. There's there's shared, um, you know, broad breadth of relationship. Um, people care about each other. Fantastic. Um, but like every church, we you know, on a Sunday maybe after the, after the service when we just whatever it is having that pizza after the afternoon service or, or coffee or you know uh, whatever it is, there is this this uh, temptation isn't there so I, I've come in and I just want to I want to sort of chat to the people who I know well and so sometimes for me is sort of uh, sort of going around you got your sort of group over there who are regularly <laughs> together chatting and another group over there regularly chatting and 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 we sort of gravitate to those who we already know and 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 just occasionally I can, and particularly I suppose because I'm I'm sensitive to new people being in the room and I'm sensitive to how folks who aren't necessarily part of those social groups yet, how they feel integrated and welcomed. You know, it's not just the welcome at the front door, is it? It's like actually we're doing, we're hanging around after the service. We're chatting. How do, how welcome do I feel? How how drawn in am I? Think about some of our new students who are like new to the city, and they come in. And again, this isn't taking <laughs> any direction, but you know, you've got quite a well-established student group. They're great, lovely to see you. They know each other. How how easy is it for that new student coming in to to connect in? How how what what does the welcome and the invitation look like after the service? Um. And and there have been one or two occasions as we've come out of the COVID thing and as we've sort of reformed ourselves and found ourselves as church that maybe I've been a bit frustrated, you know, that, oh, come on, guys, we need to just be a bit more open-facing here. Don't, if you stand in a circle like that over there, no one's going to feel welcomed into your group or, you know, whatever it is. Um, uh, but, it, but actually for me as a, a leader, it's, it, you know... Yeah. Okay, you know, it's it's okay to feel frustrated because you want more, and you 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 have a bit of a vision for what how it, what it could look like that would look better and more godly and more um, inclusive. But actually, it's no good me just staying within that place of frustration. Actually, as a leader, I need to cast the vision. Yeah, I need to cast the vision for what that inclusivity, what that welcome, you know, what what. Um, you know, the the you know, it, it's difficult to if the status quo is. I love going and I love hanging out with my friends. Something's got to happen to shake the status quo. So I, somehow I've got to find time to have the conversation, to, 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 ch- to challenge a little bit, to provoke, you know, in love and, and, you know, exploring this together. Not saying I've got the right answers, but just coming alongside someone and just helping them see what could be possible. And, and I, I've certainly found that over the last few years, my leadership capacity for that has been reduced. I think my... Um, I, I need to sharpen myself in terms of how I do that well so it doesn't feel, oh gosh, the vicar's giving me a hard time over something. Okay. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> Matt, please. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, there's a little bit of lament there for me personally. You know, I, I could probably, um, you know, um, widen that out to a whole chunk of areas of church life where I, I'm so challenged uh, in my leadership that I need to cast the vision well you know, it, it's it's a good vision. It's an exciting vision for the kind of church God wants us to be. What it means to be part of the church, but if I if I don't communicate it, then it's easy just to stay as we are.
and to not move forward and to not change and to not grab hold of what God might have for us. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a leader in the church. I'm, I'm in a place of challenge at the moment. Brilliant. Uh, it's so good. It's so helpful. I think um, we've talked about the watchman on the wall before, haven't we? And how you can see ahead as you're like, oh, that's where we're going. That's where we want to be. But bring in people with you who can't see that is difficult and how you bring them and raise them to your level. And I definitely have a similar experience where we had a student. So I, I want a team that is open, that anyone can join in, in our creative team, that a creative team isn't just for those with a, a gift of singing or whatever, or that are a bit weird and wacky and they call themselves creatives or <laughs> if you like, but, but it's for everybody. And so a few years ago, we had uh, somebody on our team that once was, I want to join the creative team. Fantastic. Do they look like somebody that is usually at the front leading worship? No. Do they sound like someone who leads worship? Unfortunately, no. So then what's, what is the challenge for me? So someone who wants to be part of this team, but actually it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what we look like at all. But, um, but if you can't sing, then maybe we need to find another place for you. And so um, that's a really difficult conversation to have. But my job is to have that conversation. If I really you know, care about this and I really care about that person, I can't just let them stand up at the front and keep doing this because that's not going to be any good for them. But I don't want to just throw them out of our creative team and just not, well, they can't sing, so I don't care about them anymore. No, I have a pastoral duty to this person. I want to look after this person. I care about this person. And so uh, we, we had those conversations, and they were difficult. They were difficult to have. But it's then so you're the thinking journey. of somebody. You're thinking of a particular yeah. situation now where you had to, had to make you space to for it. that. You have to have the conversation. You have to go for coffee, and you have to say, listen, I'm not sure... This is going to work, but I'm not giving. I'm not giving up on this. We've got to find a space. What else? What else are you interested in? What can you do? And and it's really and they they are hard conversations to have, but it's important for us to have those conversations and to be brave in those conversations. But as well as being brave, being kind, and you know, being careful. How that. did you know, Matt? How did how did you know when? to have that conversation <laughs> and how did you know how to do it what, what, what did okay. that look like i knew very early <laughs> but but as well you know <laughs> it it can be hard for other team members too you know it can be and so it's it can be off-putting for others it can bring people down so it's not just this person but it's others as well and so and the way to do it is just by being really kind and with humility you know, should I have let that person just get up on that Sunday or that Monday at students or wherever we were and just start singing? No, I should probably should have took a bit more care and we should have done a one-to-one -one singing thing where we just have some worship time and we can find out there. But did I do that? No. So I so I own it and it's none of their prob like fault at all. And it's all of my faults. So uh, there's a humility there um, to, to step into really. And so that had to be owned, you know. And, but, but we'll come on to it later. But, but that's not the end of the story, you know. You keep thank God. Thank God. You <laughs> you keep cheerleading. You keep wanting the best for people, mm. um, and you don't give up on people. And so, and that's what that's not just like oh, that's what Matt does. That, it's what Jesus did, you know. That's what God's will for us is like, and His care for us. So, Jerome, have you got an example of 
seeing forward, trying to bring people into. Yeah. And maybe it being. So one of, um, one of my responsibilities here um, in, in my area of ministry is to, is to help um, make sense of the, the kids' ministry as a church. And I, and I just, I mean, I absolutely love it. And to be honest, I think our kids' ministry is really good. We've got loads of people who help and it's, you know, that our kids have a great time on Sunday. Uh, they talk about it and they talk about how fun it is. You know, so it is exciting. Um, but of course, like, I have this vision for more, right? Um, and it, I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love to see people really get a, a vision for what kids' ministry can look like, right? Um, not just on a Sunday, but, you know, like, uh, w- what does it mean for me to be a family member who, who has children? And my, my children have friends, and they, and they have parents too. Like, you know, that, that mindset of saying, oh, why don't I invite them to come to church? Or we, we've got this, I don't know, a film night, or we, we, we've got this thing, we're going to the park, like, you know, we're going for a walk. Like, that, 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 that mindset that has this idea that says, oh, this isn't just for me, but actually it's, for, it's a good thing for those around me. And that's actually quite difficult, isn't it? Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm new to this space and I'm trying to get to know people as well. And, and you know, and, I, and I'm not um, overly directive. Uh, but but the, but the question is actually how how do I as a as a leader in that space how to build a team how to how to form these relationships of people who are well, I mean basically we're all volunteers here right you know we we want to we just want what's best for our church and for our kids here and um, so it's not like you know that we have paid people in this role who are just doing everything actually no these are these are you know your average people you and I just looking after our kids and um, but but as a leader you know how can I best serve them. How can I best serve this community by helping to uh, to build a better vision for what our kids' work can look like? And so that's some some of the things I'm I'm thinking about when I think about um, leadership and seeing the kingdom well. Mm. And it can be hard, can't it? Because I think sometimes we think, oh, well, to get this done, I'll just do it myself, and I'll just do it. I I mean, maybe you guys aren't like that, but I am. I am like that. For sure. You know, I am like that, and I just I just crack on, and I just bear myself out, and I just (laughs) try and cover everything and. It, that's not the way to do it, but doing it with others. And often, the, not that my way is the best way, but it not looking how you want it and it being less good, <laughs> quotation mark. Polished, good, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's better. It's yeah, way better. That's right. That's right. You know? and, so, and there's a trust exercise with that. Like, last night, I wasn't at youth group for the first time this term, and I'm at home like, am I okay? Am I? Yes, because my, okay. my team are fantastic they're awesome you know, they're wonderful they're great did i get a phone call no because they don't miss me you know they're <laughs> they're totally fine they're totally fine but it's hot it's hard for us sometimes isn't it and that's probably yeah. the human in us um to do that and just to to give away sometimes we need to see ourselves not there and so we're always looking at you know god's vision as well yeah. for, for things what about some positive examples jews um, yeah, well, I mean, well, I'm sure under God, there's probably lots that we could say from our experiences. Yeah, I think one one thing that I'm sort of, um, uh, yeah, just just very buzzing, very sort of um, alive to me at the moment is we, we're at the start of the calendar year. We we do a, a sort of a vision, a vision and giving thing for for the church. And it's a funny one because you kind of. You know, you never want to sort of impose a vision you know, on, on others. You know, the best visions are the visions that organically emerge from 
within our wider community. And so sort of through the autumn, there's quite a lot of sort of chat that goes on to kind of get a sense of, well, what, what, what does the shape of next year look like? But of course, not everybody's involved in all those conversations. And then there's a sort of a refining of that um, that needs to happen so that it's clear. Uh, and there's a sort of, uh, you know, we tend to have a sort of, I don't know, catchphrase, vision, vision statement, tagline or something for, for the year ahead. And, and not everyone's been in the loop on that. And then you sort of get up and, you, and, and we try and communicate something around that and you know so it's fraught with 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 sort of challenge really in terms of how you sort of go on a journey together as broader church to to think about a shared vision for for the year ahead but i think something i'm i'm encouraged by is that we 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 have worked pretty hard as a as a as a team to draw people into that uh conversation and uh i think we we had four Sundays uh, from whatever it was, mid-January to mid-February, where we were talking together about this 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 shared vision. Our, our tagline for the year is into deep waters uh, from, from Ezekiel um, 47 and this sense of going deeper with God. That, that is, maybe last year was had an emphasis on, on, on regathering. This year is about sort of going going deeper with God and that that, that call to the distinctive Christian life and, and all the different shapes to that. And it's felt as we, we've gone through the Sundays, we've, we've also, again, done some hard work uh, to uh, prepare some some of the resources for our midweek groups. So our midweek groups, as well as looking at this stuff on the Sundays, they're also traveling with it uh, midweek. Um, we've sort of integrated some of it into our, you know, we had a half night of prayer, we kind of... Um, you know, into some of the other sort of activities and, and, and resources that, that we're producing. And um, and it feels like a conversation that's alive within our community as well. And and, and part of it is this is a financial ask because we've, um, we always sort of in, include that at the start of the year and a sense of people pledging to sort of to, to how much they're financially giving because, you know, the church is a self-funded organisation just as it's a, a self-led and, and, and self um, you know the self-run uh, and so um, but but I've been really encouraged at the way people both are responding to the sort of financial giving bit of it but also that broader sense of hey you know this into deep waters this is something that I can this is God saying something here and yeah you know across our church I think people are saying well actually this is this is something I can uh, that, that's resonating for me in terms of our, our, our broader journey. This isn't something that's just popped out of the ether this is something that's part of and but it's taken quite a lot of intentionality you know, and of course, we haven't hit it perfectly, and there's gaps, and there's one or two people who might feel a bit left out of the process. And sorry for the everyone who's listening, if that was the case for you, but we've really tried. We've really tried, and so it's felt organic. It's felt um, connected to where we've come from, and 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 I think quite a lot of that hard work has gone in, so that people are hearing the same things from different angles. And I've got the space actually too to to explore well, what does that what does that look like for me? Work in progress for sure, but but I think. Yeah, I feel yeah, just thanking God really that that's that's something that I think is is is, is yeah, where leadership has been exercised in a broader sense, um, uh, yeah, quite well. So seeing others is intentional, helpful, and it's mm. hard work. Yeah, it's hard work, mm. but it's yeah, that's an important important part of it. Jerome, what about you? Some positive, yeah, examples. Just, um, you know, even on that example of um, talking about families ministry. Um, you know, so I started here in, in June, and, you know, I'm really excited about the family's ministry and kind of praying that God would help move us forward. And then just around Christmas time, I meet with a congregation member who has got this vision uh, for this community family films. And I'm just like absolutely buzzing. 
you know, absolutely buzzing. Someone's got a vision for, um, you know, for a way in which the church can engage more deeply with their families. Um, can it can be super in, invitational to people's friends and also engage with the local community. I mean, isn't isn't that exciting? You know, so someone's clearly caught a vision of what of something of what church could be like, and I'm making steps towards that. And now I, you know, as somebody who um, kind of oversees the family ministry, there's now a challenge upon me to help that person, to build team around them, to make this thing, uh, the, you know, to give it its best shot. W- will it work? Will it, will it be really successful? I don't know. Uh, but with the help of God, we're going to have a really good crack here. We're going to have a great time. We're going to have a go. And, you know, that, and I think that's, a, that's, that's an exciting thing for me, to see something organically birthed and that we can really get behind and do our best with it, have a shot. And then, um, I don't know, from the last episode, Bishop Paul said, you know, we're asking God for a bigger church to make a big, bigger difference. How you go about doing that, we're not quite sure. But we're going to have a go, aren't we? we are. and, and to see that is really exciting. And what I like about that example is that it's not hierarchical. So, um, so mm. s- this congregation member is helping you, Jerome, see the future. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so great, isn't it? And that's what we want. <laughs> that's what we want. So it isn't just, well, the vicar said this, so I better do it. And if I don't catch the vision, then <laughs> I'm in trouble. It's not that at all, but it's us doing the journey absolutely. together, yeah. isn't it? And, and brilliant. you know, the best ideas are the ones that I haven't come up with, basically. And so I know in my life, the, the student we were talking about earlier who maybe could not sing, Actually, we worked hard on keeping them on the creative team and um, we ended up at the same time sorting out and fixing a bit of our social media presence and working quite hard on how we did that. And we tried a lot of different things and a lot of different ways of doing that. But one thing, one of the most successful things and the thing that we still do years after this person has left is the idea that they came up with. Amazing. Why, why don't Great. we do social media like this? Why don't we show church for what it is? So why don't we take loads of photos of church, everybody, and we'll just post the photos. None of this infographic, everything, this is what's going on, when it's going, none of that. We'll put that in the bio, but we'll just take loads of pictures of the church being the church. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what a, we do. That's amazing. That's what we do. And that came from them, not from me. And so it's worth having the difficult conversations. It's worth the hard grit graft that it often is it's it's worth the the valley moments where we're just it feels like we're walking through treacle because there are moments of such goodness and when we invest in people and when we keep going and when we see forward and we just try and help people um it does it does take that extra work doesn't it to free up our diary to go and meet with somebody to to not just be in the office at a laptop or whatever it is and just really get out of our, our own heads basically and into our communities and we around people. And so there's a real challenge for us us to see forward to what God's doing. But a challenge for us to help others to see forward as well, isn't there? So is there anything else anybody wants to say as we uh as we begin to wrap up? I don't know. I mean the um uh we haven't sort of named the named the term or the activity, but I think um I think I, I, Holy Spirit inspired imagination. Holy Spirit inspired imagination, and um, I'm not sure we have a particularly good theology of what our imagination is for. Um, 
you know, um, I don't think we know <laughs> often what our imagination uh, is for. Um, and I wouldn't want to say, here's the answer. So you have um, the theology for us now. <laughs> I wouldn't want to say, here's the answer. But <laughs> I think one of the reasons why we have an imagination is because God wants us to imagine a different kind of future. Um, that, that the movement into the future begins almost in our imagination because we 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 we, we there's a dis, there's a dissatisfaction a discomfort with 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 the now with the status quo whatever that looks like and actually we're talking about the whole uh, the, the breadth of, of human experience now but there's a dissatisfaction with the status quo um and so our man, imagination can begin to be stirred by the possibilities of what could be and, and, and clearly, there's a whole load of stuff that happens in our imagination that is not God-breathed. <laughs> totally, we're, you know, we're, we're, into, we're in, in a very human landscape here. But, the, um, uh, but some parts of our imagination, the Holy Spirit is active and, and initiating and taking a lead. And you know, whether that's seeing uh, potential you know, in others, or whether that's seeing how this particular community yeah, can go forward, whether that's listening to the imagination of others. Jerome, to your, to your example there, where someone within your team and within your community has got a vision for how that community can move forward in, in a missionally intentional way. It's creating space for that and sort of somehow testing together, you know, is that just a wacky and crazy idea? Is that just your thing? Or, or, or might the Lord be speaking? Might <laughs> yeah. the Holy Spirit be, be stirring and inspiring your imagination for what could be? So I think I would want to just big up this kind of like, we get, our imagination has been given for, been given to, is a gift to us. And we are meant to dream. And we're meant to dream together. And we're meant to test those dreams and those ideas together. Um, and so... So something in our role is about being good sort of stewards, good, you know, um, the watchman thing, Matt, good sort of cultivators of, 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 of shared imagination. And so, you know, you go in all sorts of different places, but, but I think that's part of what we're talking about here. It's part of what we're talking about here, you know, asking God for a bigger church to make a big difference. That's, that, that, was, that came to someone in their imagination, Mm. at some point you know <laughs> thank the lord that it did because it because it because it means something and it lands and it's got vibrancy resourcing the next generation came to people you know, there's a sense of discerning together hey this could be you know these things come from somewhere and so just having a sort of uh, yeah expectant faith-filled but discerning um approach to our to our imagination yeah, love to talk more about that, but I think that's I think we're scratching away at that one. If there's time for another thought as well, just yeah, kind of yeah. uh, based on that, and I think you mentioned there, Jude, about the uh, the idea of the the watchman, the person who sees, and I think one of the other themes that we had in here um, was actually you know part of your role as and our role as a leader is to see the church for for, for what it is, and you know that, that's the thing about you know we talked about the cliques in churches, and actually when you when you're in a clique, it's very hard to notice that you're in one. Um, you're just having a great time. You're just having you? a great time, isn't it? And yeah, and you know, and, and that's it, isn't it? As we as we go through life, it's really hard to see, uh, but God gives us vision, doesn't He? 
Um, and there's this quote in my head um, uh, by Marcus Garvey. He says, uh, he says uh, uh, people without knowledge of self, without knowledge of their history, without, you can't see yourself. It's like a tree without roots. Yeah. You, you can't grow. You can't do anything. It's a great quote. And, you know, and, and that's a part of the vision is it, of, a, of a leader, to, to have that imagination, but, but also to, to, just, to just hold up a mirror a bit, uh, just so we can see who we are, what God is doing inside of us, uh, a little bit clearer. And that's what, what scripture does as well, of course, to us, yeah, isn't absolutely. it? Do you know what I mean? As we yeah. engage with God's word in this. We haven't talked a lot about how, you know, how scripture, the spirit speaking through, how that uh-huh. has, that unavoidably has to be in the mix here. You know, mm. we're not talking about a vision of the future that, you know, I just quite like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it, it, needs to, it does need to be rooted, you know, that, that, that testing of the, of the spirits, to, as Apostle Paul puts it. You know, there's, a, there's a collision there with the biblical mm. narrative and the biblical picture of the life to come. Um, and so, again, we haven't, we haven't talked about it, I haven't got time to talk about it, but how do you bring these things into dialogue? With, with what the Bible is, the pictures the Bible paints about our shared future. Gosh. It's fun. Lord it's help fun. us. It's fun. That's good, isn't it? I think it's time for us to, uh, I, there's a lot to stew on there and to think about. Um, and, you know, as as we just come to an end, I just would love us, I, I'm going to pray for us, but I would love us to pray just that our hearts are open to the Holy Spirit working in our lives that our minds are open to the imagination of what god wants for us in the future and you know i really hope it looks different than what we've been doing for however long we've been doing it because there's goodness to come from that and um yeah so why don't we just take a moment to still ourselves and and i'll pray for us and we'll just invite the holy spirit um into our hearts he's been here the whole time with us um but we will just um Yeah, refocus again. God, we thank you for this this thought of seeing others, seeing ahead, seeing what you have for us in the future. God, we thank you for this um, lens of it being hopeful, of it being good, of stepping into something with optimism, God. God, we, um, we pray for those difficult conversations and those moments that are hard and we pray that you would just be with us and that you would fill us with compassion and with kindness. God, we pray that you would fill us with your imagination for the future, that you would show us um, part of your plans for the future, part of you, what you want to see, part of your right way of doing things, that the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. God, would you uh, help us to see that and to participate in it, God? God, and for moments when we just get it wrong and we just uh, mess that up, God, we just give them to you and we say sorry for that, God. But we just um, we just set ourselves to go again, um, knowing that you are for us and that you are with us and not against us, God. So we pray that you'd have your way in our lives and our hearts, with our hands, with our feet, with our church and with our leadership, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm, Amen. Amen.